podcast for filthy casuals by filthy casuals. Hi everyone and welcome to Flashpoint episode 113, recorded Sunday, June 12th. I'm your host David Holloway and with me is a man with more cheesing ability than a mouse called Chucky. How are you, Simon? I'm wet, David. Are you wet? I'm wet. E3 has made me wet. Mostly from the knees down because I've been wading through E3 leaks this entire week. I thought you were going somewhere else with yeah, that. Yeah, same. I'm glad yes, it came out you, that way. Dirty, dirty, dirty people. Very glad. Excellent. Well, that's good. We'll definitely be talking about lots of leaks. So that that's, yeah. Isn't that funny that you mentioned that? Um, and we also have a man who has his finger on the pulse of the universe. Well, at least that's what I'm hoping it is. How are you, Ben? Oh, David, um, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm, I'm excited. I've just wellowed in 80s nostalgia this weekend, and I'm loving life. Oh, well, yeah. Look, I could talk. We should have an 80s nostalgia podcast. That could be fun. It could be. Yes, yes. Well, we can talk a bit more about it at the end. Cool. And then to round out this special pre-E3 episode, we have a man who isn't averse to gaming for 18 hours in the day whilst piloting an aircraft and putting out whole bushfires on his own. How are you? David Carr, a.k.a. Casmus. Good, thank you. Welcome and thank you for joining us once again. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Uh, so, as per usual, I, I mentioned it's pre-E3, so E3 uh, will have started by the time most people will be listening to this, am I right? Uh, most likely. Oh, no. Is it a week Pretty away? much. No, no, it'll be Tuesday our time anyway. Oh, yeah, uh, so a lot of... Microsoft people. conference is Tuesday. Oh, Bethesda is that tomorrow? Uh, uh, I don't know. Are they jumping? Are they doing it one ahead again? I think they are. Well, anyway, it's safe to say probably two people will be um, listening to it before it's, it happens, and the other two will be after it has. So it's okay. Yeah, um, that's assuming we still maintain our four listeners. Um, so, but yeah, we, we will talk lots about E three, but we'll do the usual. Let's start off with what we've been playing. So, Ben, what's caught your attention the past month? Well, as usual, I've been doing my usual Destiny, running around and shooting aliens in the face, which is always fun. Um, and I've been playing this little title. You, you may have heard of it recently called Overwatch. It's by this little unknown indie dev, but yeah, you know, it's it's a pretty good game. I enjoy it. I like it. I think it's going to go places. Oh, that's um, Gizzard or something, isn't it? Gizzard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they're called Blizzard. Uh, okay. Blizzard Entertainment. Um, Blizzard. Blizzard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they did an old game in the nineties called uh, um, uh, Lost Vikings. Oh yeah. Oh, that was a great game. It was a good game, wasn't it? Yeah. So haven't done anything since though. I don't think. No, 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 nothing important. Nothing important at all. Just a shitty MMO. <laughs> it's it. That doesn't count. <laughs> and of today, I've just been playing NBA 2K16 because it's free on the uh, for PS Plus subscribers this month. Um, so AAA game, might as well grab it. Really? On PS4? Yeah, PS4. Oh, I missed that because I downloaded Tabletop Racer, but I missed that one. Oh, there you no, go. no, no. It, it's only popped up this week. It's uh, oh, okay. NBA 2K16 and Gone Home of the PS4 ones. Ah, cool. So two ones worth pick up. And Simon, uh, I imagine you've played the odd game or five? Uh, yeah, one or two. Um, I, I haven't actually bought into Overhyped as yet, but I'll probably give that a go when the price drops or they actually release a full game. Um, been playing a bit of Warframe, which is fun, I think, unlike some people. <laughs> uh, Ocarina of um, Tim, I think it's got... No, hang on, that's not right. 
Ocarina of Time. Um, <laughs> DC uh, Universe Online, because why not? Uh, Oblivion, so one of the hot new games. Uh, the uh, latest release of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, something, something Manhattan. Uh, Skyforge, which is a free-to-play MMO, which I know sounds like a terrible proposition, but it's actually kind of fun. Getting ready for a SWOTOR binge as well. Uh, downloaded all of the updates, been holding off, and I'm going to dive back into the story, I think, tomorrow because we've got a day off. Thank God there's someone keeping oh. a faith. Lucky guys with your days off stupid government. Yeah, I was going to say, because WA is not a public holiday tomorrow, is it? No, we had we had the public holiday last week. That's right. Yeah, uh, Queensland we is in October now. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, Oops. Well, I'm impressed, Simon. You deserve huge kudos for being the one person that's kept faith with Swotor. I do download all the updates. I just never click on play. Ah, oh, right, like the Secret World. Yeah, that and Marvel Heroes. They're the three I update weekly. <laughs> Have Marvel Heroes? We do Mar- absolutely. Marvel Heroes. What? I totally have an up-to-date version of Marvel Heroes that never has play clicked on it. So there you go. Um, uh, other David, the the better David. What have you been playing the last month or since we talked last? Even I've replaced Crack Destiny with Cracker Vision now. So basically, all I play is the Division at the moment. Okay. So played it since launch, and yeah, it's had its ups and downs, but uh, yeah, still enjoying it. It's just basically, yeah, you just have to go out and farm for gear all the time, and it's prey to the uh, RNGs, so to, depending on how good your gear is that you'll loot. So, yeah. but yeah, still having fun. That at first, the first two updates that came out were free, and now there's um, paid content for the season pass coming out in the next update. So, and they've released them monthly. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the game brings. But that's basically all. And a splattering of, very small splattering of World of Warships. Oh, yep. Cool. How, how are you dealing with all the cheaters? Um, I haven't really encountered them too much. Right at the start, there was quite a few. But yeah. lately now, there's they're not... I haven't noticed them as bad. Plus, also, they've changed the policy now where basically if you're caught cheating, you're just permanent banned now. So, Thankfully. Yeah, apparently from what reading on Reddit and that, that was uh, basically a copy of what uh, Blizzard's doing in Overwatch. Uh, yes. If you're caught, caught cheating, it's a permanent ban straight away. So yep. they were having originally it was 14-day bans, but yeah, now they're bringing out the uh, permanent ban. So that'll be good. I'm disappointed. I, when you originally said cheaters, I was thinking, how would that work? And I just had this delightful image of a, of a, a sailing ship sort of bobbing through the battlefield or the, 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 all the battleships firing away, and you just have this one little sailing ship with cheaters on it. <laughs> and maybe a few lions and a couple of panthers. Like a little arc. Yeah. A little uh, arc. Sorry, was, this, this is division cheaters, not mm. world of warship cheaters. Oh, oh right. Oh, that's yeah, that's much fun. Then. Oh, that's for another. That's for another episode. But I've, how how do you cheat in the division? Well, oh, they... there's, there's so many glitches. There's an infinite health glitch, oh, okay. infinite ammo glitch, infinite that's DPS pretty, glitch. Yep. Oh, some uh, of those things have been fixed now. But yeah, the stupid part was is they had stuff that was controlled client side, not server yeah. side. So yeah. anytime you have stuff stuff controlled client side. People are going to take advantage of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, there's still, I think, 
Oh, I think it was in the first incursion. Uh, they fixed the wall hacks that they put in there so you didn't have to shoot anyone, essentially, and then they fixed it, but then within a day, they people had broken it again. Mm. Oh, yeah, uh, they then... They made it so that you could sticky bomb the bloody APC, but that's now yeah. fixed as well. So the only it's, only damage APC really bad. takes is uh, from the bombs now that you've got to plant on it. Apparently, yeah. that, apparently that incursion's basically fixed now. So, but they learned when the uh, in the latest patch uh, there was another incursion for that. They they've got the hard mode and then challenge mode. They kept the challenge mode locked for a week to make sure that no one was um, cheesing it. But then mm. again, if people, but then again, you, you, if you've found a cheese for it, you don't say anything. You wait till challenge mode comes out and then try. Then you don't bloody advertise it That's before. Right. Then you just do it when the um, challenge mode comes you, out. You say that, but there are idiots out there that will tell people. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, there's always yeah. A, and we could we could have a whole podcast episode, but I don't see cheating as cheating, and I can't imagine you would either, Simon. Not at all. I think it's uh, a simple <laughs> deployment of resources. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's cheating, and then there's so that, which is using what you have available to your advantage. But then there's just breaking outright breaking the game, oh, which yeah. is what was happening in the in the division. And even friends I played in played it with, I was just getting to the point where I, was like, I don't want to play this game anymore because you guys just. You've sucked all the fun out of it. Yeah. No, you're right. There is a boundary yeah. there. And, yeah, it, it just got to that point. And, yeah, that's pretty much why I okay. haven't um, gone back to it. I'm hoping maybe the paid content might be better. Yeah. Well, speaking of sucking all the fun out of things, can we just have um, two minutes silence, please, for mm. for Battleborn? Can two minutes, like, be five seconds? Cause it's, yeah, five yeah. seconds. Because cool. screw you, Randy Pitchford. Mm. Yeah. No, what, what's Battleborn? I don't know. No one. I, I haven't heard. I haven't heard of this. Who, who's but, that by? But but um, Sprocket, Gear, something or other. I can't quite. Uh, isn't Sprocket in Fraggle Rock? Isn't that the dog? Probably. Yeah. You're not thinking of Gromit. That's a different thing completely. No, that's. <laughs> yeah, it is something. Yeah, wow, no. Fraggle Rock. You're really knocking on that '80s <laughs> nostalgia. Well, I was going to say '80s nostalgia. All right, um, and what I've been playing, uh, Destiny, uh, yeah, doing a lot of, just doing the, you know, the uh, Vanguard bounties and all that stuff and still enjoying that. Lots and lots of WoW, farming gold. I've now managed to buy enough game time to get up to launch date without paying any extra, so I'm quite pleased by that. Uh, But that's required a lot of gold and and selling things. Those copper rods are still selling well on the auction house. Um, Tabletop races, played a couple of games of that, but got a bit bored. It's no Mario Kart, even though there's some similar things. A little bit of Fallout 4, got bored with Doom and the division I've logged in once just because you can only play so many games. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Very true. All right, so let's jump into the guts of the matter. So first up, Destiny. Well, we've all mentioned a couple of times. Rise of Iron. So I'll I'll give the briefest of summaries. Lots of... uh, Pre-E5, uh, well, there was a pre-E3 stream, E5, pre-E3 stream um, anyway from Bungie on Friday Australian time. Um, but there were lots of leaks prior to that pre-E3 Ooh, stream as yeah. well. So people knew that it was going to be called Rise of Iron because I think the, the, the name had been trademarked or something from memory, hadn't it? Yeah, yeah, there's actually more to that as well. Um, there was a poster, which is pretty much the cover art for the, um, I guess, the disc-based version variant of the game. Uh, was leaked That's via right. Snapchat of all places, probably, what was it, about two, maybe even going th- back to three weeks ago now? 
it was it was a while back, yeah. Mm, mm. And at the time, I didn't. I thought, oh yeah, could be cool, could be fun. Might not even be the paid content. Might just be something that you, you know, bring it out in the next month. Might might even just be a book. Um, and then literally they announced that the stream was coming, and two days before the stream, Xbox of all people uh, posted all the information up on their uh, store page. Um, and then the day before the leak, uh, the, the actual stream itself, uh, the trailer got leaked again via Snapchat <laughs> of all places. Um, how you leak stuff via Snapchat, I don't know, but hey, Bungie have, uh, made a habit of doing it twice now. And then, yeah, everything was announced on uh, Friday our time, as you said. Uh, Rise of Iron, uh, we will be going back to Earth, uh, to the outskirts of the Cosmodrome, to fight Mutated Fallen. Hmm. And for those who watch the trailer, look, I like it. It's a bit retro. Mm. It's not what I expected, I've got to be honest. Um, to go from, you know, Saturn and all the stuff going on there at the Dreadnought, I thought maybe they would have continued that story a little bit more. Um, even though I know um, what's the name, Oryx is dead and all, yep. that, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, look, if, even if you can get over the retro side of it, it looks bloody nice. And there's lots of story. So they're saying, well, when I say lots of story, it's all comparative for Destiny. But there is, mm. there's extra story, there's what, extra raid. Yep, raid, uh, new and updated strikes. Um, what else did they say? Oh, new PvP contents and new Crucible maps and types, they did say. So maybe we'll see an announcement at E3 of what the types are. Mm. Um, as the content's based very heavily on the Iron Lords, which is what the Iron Banner PvP event's based on, um, I'm assuming there'll be some more Iron Banner-related activity as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks very, very good. Um, and there's a double-handed uh, giant flaming axe that you can pick up as a relic. That's right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. The the, uh, the the Rise of Iron looks like it's a two-hander. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a big battle axe. So I'm looking forward to swinging that bad boy around. It's a big instrument. No two ways about that. Uh, it's nice to see that there's an expansion of the explorable area as well, and which I have to admit, um, mm. the the P PBP or whatever it was you were talking about all sounds fascinating. But uh, I like the idea of being able to explore it, having contiguous areas to the Cosmodrome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, uh, that interests me. Part of it, I suppose, is because it um, sort of seems to be related to some of the bits and pieces we saw in the pre-release trailers, uh, specifically where uh, you actually got to see the... Uh, the uh, Guardian's ships flying in and then the Guardian's dropping from them. Very much like yeah, actually does now and has done for a while. But uh, it'd be nice if we, if we can get to see a bit of the area out there, which, again, they still seem to be eking out material from the game that they, they gutted and, and released yeah. in. So, yeah, there's, there's little bits of taste of that, but... Thankfully, this one seems to be that they're moving, I suppose, away from that. They're moving into stuff that was probably cut very late in the cycle, I'd say, to be pushed forward down the line. Not so much stuff that was originally in the original game. Mm, well, I, yeah, you might be right. I wouldn't be surprised mm. if, it, if it was in the original game because there's there was a lot of game and they released mm. 
not a lot of game. And the fact that uh, there's also probably some bearing on Rasputin involved in this as well makes me think that possibly it's was part of the cut content as well. But we'll see. It, I'm yeah. keen to see it regardless. Well, well, part of the reason why I don't think all of it was part of the content was mostly because they're dropping PS3 and Xbox 360. Hallelujah, the game will actually be Thank able to move forward. Yeah, well, who knows what sort of extra little little features and little bits of candy we're going to get now mm. because those two... Love them both, still own them, but obsolete pieces of crap now that we don't have to deal with those. Yep. Um, sorry for everyone that bought the game on last generation. Um, that is regrettable, but then sorry uh, also for the people that bought the uh, launch PS4 because they're sort of in the same boat now as well. Yeah, well, there's, there is that. And if you are on last gen and you're listening to us because – you just love listening to podcasts. Um, you can you can transfer your characters over as long as you stay in the same family. Uh, up until now, actually, up until August, some point in August, there. Um, if you are on PS3, uh, your character is actually progressed is actually tracked on PS4. Um, come August, that will stop. Um, so if you decide to upgrade with these new consoles, whatever they are, may be, which we'll, I'm guessing we'll find out more next week. Um, you'll be able to quite easily just transfer your character across. Um, it'll have all your progress up to August already there. Uh, Bungie have said that they will look at ways to or have some sort of character transfer program in place as long as you stay within the same console family. Cool. And this is what I'm hoping and praying when Destiny 2 comes out, the same thing applies. Oh, it has to. It has yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Blood definitely has to. So... Yeah, so, I mean, big time for Destiny um, and 30th of September from memory's launch date. So exactly uh, exactly a month after the WoW expansion launches, which I was quite pleased by. Got a month to get to level 110, then jump into that. I think the big question is, do you get to have a wolf as your companion? No. 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 That sucks. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be. It'd, be. it'd be cool. I just don't know how they'd implement it and how it would work mechanically. Who cares? I showed it in the trailer. That's it, right. Good point. I'd see if there's a, a, a ghost wolf exchange program at any point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Instead of having the old Dunk Diglidge or uh, Dunk Dinkle or Nolan whatever Bob. that is. Yeah, that's it. Um, and now it wasn't Nolan North. You could have a uh, mm. Wolfman following you around instead. That'd be awesome. Yeah. As I long like as it. Jay Fox, I'm, I'm quite happy. Yeah. Well, actually, if you're talking about Wolfman, does that mean that the classic music they'll use for the live action advert will be uh, Bad Moon Rising? Oh, CCR. That's it. Well, it's not even 80s. Live action commercials from Bungie. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Let's move across from wolves to other dogs. Watch dogs. Two. Oh, nicely done. (laughs) You were waiting for that one, weren't you? I was. So tell me more about Watch Dogs 2. And I'll be, I know Watch Dogs, uh, the original. Uh, was caused quite a stir at the time, was quite popular, but have never played it, wouldn't even know what it's about. So what's Watch Dogs 2? Oh, where do you start with that one? Uh, you mm-hmm. know, just go on to what because most people that are listening will know what Watch Dogs is, so just go for Watch Dogs 2. Okay, sh- keeping it short, Watch Dogs 1 was a story about a hacker in New... Uh, not New York, uh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, running around and uh, hacking all sorts of decent... 
uh, bits and pieces, traffic lights, cars, computers, everything you could. ATMs. Um, ATMs was handy. Bridges was handy. I always looked for the douchebags that uh, run around the streets and steal from their phone bank accounts. Um, but, yeah, uh, the character in the game, I think his name was Aiden. Aiden Pierce. Yeah, he was just a miserable coot and no one really liked him. Watch Dogs 2 leaked early last week, I want to say. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. That's consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ubisoft jumped on it real quick and said, yes, Watch Dogs 2 is coming. Hey, here's a trailer. We'll just reveal it now. Bugger it. Um, reveal a trailer. Uh, it will be set in San Francisco. We have a new character named Marcus who is a young hacker um, who's looking at basically just fighting for fun. It actually, the game, the way the trailer is presented looks more like fun, which is what you could do in Watch Dogs 1 is you could go around, have some fun, cause a bit of chaos, but then the character would say or do something and you'd just suck all the joy out of it. Whereas at least this guy, his entire premise seems to be about having fun as a young juvenile hacker. Yeah. Um, Watch Dogs had the exact reverse problem of mm. um, Destiny. Yeah. The story actually would have been better without the story. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, no, it looks really good. If you can... Get yourselves onto YouTube. Look at the trailer. Um, there's a few times where I, I was sitting there going, wait, is this in engine? Is this gameplay footage or is this camera shot? What's what's going on? And then I'd have to actually look closely at the character models and go, oh, wait, they are actually in footage. That, that environment is a playable space. It's not just a photo or a video camera shot. Um, so, yeah, it looks incredibly impressive. It does just like the original watchdogs looked incredibly impressive and then mm-hmm. well there's that as well turn the dump down so, switch on yeah let's uh, let's wait and see what um what the hell they've got this thing running on yeah exactly um i'm guessing it's a pc view trailer hype e3 hype all that sort of stuff but Oh, it looks like it's running on a crake supercomputer <laughs> oh, it look it, it looks ridiculously Gorgeous! How good it does look, but it, it was because I did the yeah. I, I did the same thing you did. I was looking is is this is, is this actually live act? Oh, oh no, they're models, but they're really good models. Mm, mm. It's it's just gorgeous, it really is. I wonder what the what the game will end up looking like. Fallout Four. Well, yeah, <laughs> Fallout oh. Four. <laughs> the um, original Watch Dogs though was uh, did suffer the same curse that Destiny currently does isn't it is that it had to cater for last gen as well mm. releasing it on last gen mm. oh the stupid greedy european idiots <laughs> see this is why britain needs to separate from the european union it's because of ubisoft i thought they, they voted on that i don't think they vote until 20 something yeah it's a while off i think but yeah, yeah. they vote on it yeah it's it's soon voting is on the 15th Oh, the, or registration closes on the 15th. Okay, Watch Dogs. That's Watch Dogs 2 and Injustice 2. Let's get into a bit of superhero stuff. So tell us more about Injustice 2 because I've never played Injustice 1 either. You should. Yeah, you definitely should. What platform's it on? Everything. Yeah, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, Inju- Injustice Gods Among Us. Uh, Batman vs Superman, but in video game form. I guess, probably the best way to describe it. Oh, you're not selling me. I wouldn't be making that comparison. Uh, well, 
anything is better than that movie, and there's been a ton of time, a hell of a lot more better Batman vs Superman stories than what was in that movie. Cool. Well, um, basically, the setup for the original Injustice was basically uh, presumably you're aware of the Injustice comics. I'm aware that there there was a um, a story arc called Injustice, but I don't know what happened in it. Yeah, that was a sort of a what if. Mm-hmm. So the Joker uses a probably a scare, I think it was a scarecrow toxin to yeah. make Superman think that something was something, and he basically ends up. Um, Metropolis gets nuked, and Superman ends up taking Lois Lane uh, into outer space, thinking he's the Joker or something. I can't quite remember. Um, I think she he tricks her in. No, he tricks Superman into thinking she's Doomsday. All oh, right. So he and take- yeah, takes her into outer space and kills her and his unborn child. Yes. This doesn't yeah. sound like comics at all. No, it doesn't. Ah. No. no, not at all. And then he he comes back and then kills um, Joker. So that's the way that world's set up. Mm. Uh, and the, the injustice, the conflict comes in where uh, basically different dimensions. So uh, the a universe where that doesn't happen to Superman and the JLA, they end up having to go and help the universe where this sort of this stuff did happen and everything's gone the superheroes have gone kind of dark and it's turned into a um, sort of a superhero fascist super state so that's that's the, the way, that's the uh, the versus aspect of it so you end up fighting evil green lantern and evil superman and evil so forth okay yeah. so it's a, it's sort of a mortal kind of mortal combat yeah yeah mm. okay the, the story's actually Reasonably decent as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, so when's Injustice 2 coming out? Uh, well, they only announced it this week, so I, I, I'd say November's a good bet. <laughs> Holiday season. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that would make sense. Um, and then to add to the third, uh, the trilogy of things I've never played, Dead Rising 1, 2 or 3. So what to tell me more about Dead Rising 4? Uh, Dead Rising 1 was, well, at the time, it was actually pretty impressive technology. Um, First came out on the 360 in 2006. Um, And I can't remember the number of zombies that it could get up on screen at once, but at the time, it looked very visually impressive and you could have a lot of fun. Yeah, it was phenomenal. There was just so, so many characters on screen. Granted, um, there was like four or five models, Mm. A lot of four or five models. On yeah, screen. yeah. You, you just run through it with chainsaws, just chop, mowing down zombies everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, so th- that's the that basic premise. Fun. Yeah, that's the basic premise from Dead Rising. Dead Rising Two was more of the same, um, and then Dead Rising Three was a launch title for the Xbox One, which okay. everyone seemed to say was uh, very, very good from all accounts. But uh, short, I think, was the other response. And it didn't have the uh, protagonist from the first two games, Frank West, I think? Frank West was in the first one, and the second game was someone different again. Was it? Okay. Yeah. But Four's supposed to have Frank West back, I think, isn't it? Yes. Well, that that's the leak. Um, nothing's actually been confirmed because no one's come out and revealed it like they did with Watch Dogs and Injustice 2. Um, but the leak's you know, saying Frank West is back. And another thing theory on the link is it's actually a remake of the first game, not so much a uh, sequel. 
Well, it has been a year or two for reboots rather than recreate um, mm. new creations. So yeah. Um, and and to- say that it's not like they've re-released uh, the two two out of three Batman games. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And in my defence, I have played Left 4 Dead. Does that count as far as playing zombie games? I love that game. Yeah, definitely counts. It's a great game. It's a good one. Oh, the multiplayer on that's heaps of fun. Oh, I've never played... Okay, yeah. Yeah, when you play uh, Zombies v Humans, yeah, lots of fun. Nice. Mm. Uh, And then speaking of old games, Skyrim. It's been remastered. By who and why? Uh, Bethesda, probably to announce something new and to make money. Simple as that. Do we know for sure that it is Skyrim, though, or just an Elder Scrolls title? Because I would have thought it'd be better to remaster Oblivion or even, which would be even more impressive, um, Morrowind. I agree with you, but I think they're taking advantage of the Fallout 4 um, modifications. Oh, as long as I was afraid you were going to say that they're taking advantage of the Fallout 4 engine. No, no, not so much that because I <laughs> now I, I can't quite recall the exact specifics of the story, but uh, apparently they did use a lot of Skyrim assets um, and re- using them as remastering tools and things like that to bring the engine forward so that they could do Fallout Four for the current generation of consoles. So they've already actually done a lot of the work for Skyrim already. So that's why a lot of people are saying it's a remaster. Um, also, we have mod support on Xbox One now for Fallout 4. It makes a lot of sense to try and take advantage of the Skyrim modding community because that is massive. If you go and look at the mods on Steam, Christ, is there a list there? Yeah, that game is still going strong. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it leans heavily. I agree Morrowind or Oblivion would have been two better choices for remasters, but... Like I said, because I think they've already done, used uh, retooled a lot of the assets and things for when they were doing tests for Fallout 4. Um, they've just, well, we've already spent the money doing this. We might as well use it and remaster it and try and make some money back. Using the Fallout 4 engine. Yeah. <sighs> Which is pretty rough. Mm. Yeah. But same with a lot of Bethesda stuff. It is pretty rough. All right. Well, then, thank God we got some, um, on the other end of the spectrum, some new um, graphic goodness on the way in the PlayStation 4 Neo or 4.5. So it has been confirmed it's coming, but it won't be unveiled at E3. So says Andrew House to the Financial Times. Obvious place to make these comments. Why the Financial Times? Yeah, that's what (laughs) I mean. I... It's bizarre. Oh, it's something maybe to do with investors. That's my only theory. Yeah, yeah. He didn't say when when it would be actually shown off, but it will be Paris Games Week or or GamesCon, I would imagine. Okay. Yeah. Anyone want to guess as to which one it's going to be? Well, they haven't announced if they're going to be at Gamescom at all yet. So, seeing they did Paris Games Week last year, I'm going to I'm going to say yeah. PS Expo in December. In December, do you really think they reveal it that late? Oh, yeah. They, the only thing I could think of is they want to get ahead of PSVR's launch and release it prior to that. But considering it won't be at E3, I don't know if yeah, I don't know if they can announce it that late, right before PSVR. Paris Games Week is October twenty seventh to the thirty first, so. Mm. 
that would be kind of in the window where it would it would get it out there and into the public mind a couple of months before all the Christmas buying starts. Yeah, but PSVR is supposed to be being released around the same time. So two, two platforms at once might dissipate attention. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it's, that's, that's where my thing is. that they, They're going to want this thing to run the PSVR. So not announcing it at E3 seems daft. Mm. Yeah, that concerns me. That there's that's one of the things that uh, there's been some reports about that as uh, as I think you've mentioned in the well you've got oh, it's the next item on the running sheet. Do you really think it's true that it's even with the breakout box, it's still going to run rough on the on the uh, launch PS4? I I don't know, but that's that's the current rumors, and it it does make a lot of sense. I mean, you look at how much it actually has to run. It's got to run basically two displays at sixty hertz hmm. each. Well, the breakout box covers uh, it powers the uh, yeah play. yeah I know I, I'm I, sh- I just really don't know I'm without seeing it firsthand I couldn't comment but yeah it has me concerned I mean I was concerned about VR before I've already made my thoughts clear on it so yeah it's it's, it's a little hard to tell I can't see them releasing PSVR to PS4 owners and getting a substandard experience because that basically no. ends up just they're just shooting their feet that's right kills the platform before it even gets out of the gate exactly um i've i have heard that report but i've had a look mm. at some of the photos from demonstrations being run at various expos and they, it looks like it's running on ps4s and I don't think they had the hardware specs sorted out that early on when they first started showing these things. Yeah. You spec, unless, of course, the PS4 sitting on the desk is a dummy and there's just a, a, a honking great PC underneath the table, which well, is that's, hardly possible. Well, we were talking about watchdogs earlier, so yes. <laughs> um, but I'm also thinking, like, the content that they're seeing already running on these things aren't exactly very big in terms in terms of scope. So you think they start putting on, say, like a Watch Dogs tour or a Destiny into a VR sort of realm, maybe then you might see it running a bit awful. So maybe that it's it's showing its limitations on the current PS4 is what they were trying to say. Yeah. So trying to develop for it for the future isn't really possible, whereas with the Neo or 4.5, whatever they're calling it, um it will run those sort of titles better in VR? It's possible, but the thing is the spec bump that the PS4 Plus, whatever we're going to call the thing, isn't mm. really that substantial. Uh, I no. mean, they're, they're talking about it's like, was it 1.5 more gigaflops or teraflops or something? Mm. Uh, from what I can tell, that's not really an accurate representation of performance. So... It's kind of hard to say what this thing's going to be able to deliver. Also, the games are going to have to be optimised for it. And really, if you're a game developer, you'd be optimising for the largest market segment, which is is the classic for the new one. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Also, a lot of the VR reports I've read, it sounds like uber-realistic doesn't actually work on VR so well as more stylized and cartoony stuff. So 
the the amount of pixels it can push may not be quite as critical. I can't help wondering if the Neo is really there to provide, basically it's there to provide 4K support for, for video and the UHD drive because Sony yeah. TVs and they yeah. want to push that standard. And 4K was one of the promises for the PS4 on launch, but the HDMI port that things got on it's not capable of going to 4K anyway. Not Sony's fault. The standard wasn't finalized when it was released. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm sort of got a foot in both on both sides of the fence here. It might be something to do with VR. It might just be in order to support the 4K video format. Mm, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, assuming it does run okay, I'm guessing there's no one on this podcast that is not going to give it a go, the VR. So, David, I assume it'd be something that interests you? Yeah, well, it interests me. This is the cost that um, I'm sort of uncertain about at the moment. Mm. And Simon and Ben, I, I imagine you're... I mean, I know I'm keen if the cost is half decent. Well, yeah, looking at $500 yeah. for the PlayStation VR. I think we've talked about it previously, yeah. whereas like, all up on the PlayStation side, you're looking at about 1000 bucks yeah. for a PC and as well as an Oculus or a Vive, you're looking around two and a half to three grand. That's right. So, And plus, you still got to find the bloody living room space and everything to set it up in as well. So it's... Yeah, I, for me, VR, I still see as a gimmick as far as I'm concerned. I think it's going to go the same way as a 3D TV um, until I see some form of software that's going to go, you know, really change the way we play games. I'm, I'm not all that enticed. Yeah, I think it's definitely software dependent. You're, you're quite right. Until, mm. it's, until, you know, you've got a Fallout 4 or uh, something like that that, you know, totally compliant, that's what... I'm wanting yeah. to see. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's that. That's basically where my position on it is. I mean, the new consoles kind of excite me in terms of the 4K resolution stuff for video. Um, I, oh. I do I do have a 4K TV because I bought one when I needed a new TV and I got one for a good deal. So I was like, hey, I've got a 4K TV. Yay. I'm going to think 4K to play on it, but I've got one. Um and I did look at the price for a 4K Blu-ray player recently, and they're still 500 to $600 anyway. So if I can get one in a $500 console, I might consider it. That's right. Um, yeah. I think depends it might- on what content's there. I've seen Deadpool on 4K. Oh, I'll have to find that one. Uh, JB had it. They've uh, got a few 4K videos in, uh, or um, movies in now. I saw uh, Deadpool, um, Salt. Uh, the Angelina Jolie one and a, yeah, they had a few other ones, but yeah, I found Deadpool there, so I was quite surprised. So you can get you can actually buy Deadpool as a UHD disc. Yep, I'm going to have to buy that. I'm I surprised I haven't heard the drop of you running out the door already. No, I, I have nothing <laughs> to play or watch it on, but I want it. Yeah, exactly. I've got the I've got the 4K TV. I just need the player. <laughs> All right, we might have to pull resources here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to pick but that I one. I don't know, five, $550 for a Samsung UHD player, I didn't think that was too bad. Oh, yeah, but if I can get the same, you know, PS4 with my UHD player as well. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that would be good, yeah. yeah. Well, it's one, it's one HDMI slot instead of two. True. Considering well, they're talking about the uh, the new PS4 being... 
more expensive than the current 351 and they didn't mention a price drop. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but mm, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Although, to be quite honest, the um, with the, the launch recently of AMD's – oh, God, I've forgotten the first letter. The Jaguar. E, E480. Oh yeah, um, running on the on the uh, on the new technology. Uh, considering how cheap that is in, to provide, uh, basically good quality of uh, good quality VR experience for like two hundred US dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a really good value proposition for card. If that's the technology they're using on the new consoles, then. It's entirely possible they might be able to deliver a the new PS4 and the new Xbox for a pretty pretty good value price. More so than if you're looking at up sticking a, a 1080 or, or even a 1070 in your PC. So uh, yeah, I'm, I am kind of I'm very interested to see what what the pricing on these is. Sony's spec bump isn't that substantial, and I reckon they could because they've already confirmed they're going to be selling it at a profit, like they did the original PS4. So they're not going to be doing the whole PS3 error again, where they uh, are basically selling the subsidising and selling at a loss. Hmm. Yep. But but I, I reckon they could sell this new one with the modest spec bump it's got for the same price as the the current one, and then just drop that the existing PS4 for fifty that's bucks. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's actually something I didn't put in the run sheet. Was Xbox have? I mean, there's already rumors about the Scorpio. I think we've talked about it last episode. Um, but their new console and everything being eight times more powerful and all that. But they just dropped the price. In the US, I don't know if they dropped it here or not, um, but they dropped the price in the US by another fifty bucks, making it a three hundred dollar console. Uh, obviously, to get old stock out the door, um, I actually ran into a bloke at again JB Hi-Fi's recently who was looking at buying a new console for his son, a PS4. I said, "Mate, honestly, do yourself a favor, but wait till about mid June when all the E3 new releases and information comes out." and then consider what the price points are going to be in the next couple of months because you might save yourself a couple hundred bucks or get a better console. Yep. And yep. it's the exact same thing with the Xbox. Yeah. All right. Well, um, last thing for E3, I suppose, is some, some quick predictions if there's anything that we haven't already discussed that you want to throw your hat in the ring to, to believe might occur. Um, David, we'll start with you. Any mad predictions you want to make? Uh, I think the interesting thing will be with all the leaks that have happened, how much of the leaks are actually true. I think that's sort of, to me, that's the interesting thing I find about it mm. is yeah, all, all this stuff that's been released, how much is it true and how much is it a hype and how much was it just people um, blowing um, steam up people's asses and all of that. So smoke up people's asses, that's it. Sorry. So, yeah. Bitch. Shocking. You bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Did I just steal your line? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just think we should leave Steam out of this. It's a good platform. Um, Simon? Um, I think that Prey 2 is going to resurface. And it's going to be awesome because I really enjoyed uh, That's what I hope happens because I really enjoyed Prey and its giant sphincters. Yeah, I, mean, I miss the sphincter doors. I'd like to play with Prey again. Yeah, it's a good game. Mm. It's... Mm. 
It's weird. It's completely – it's really kind of spaced out. I suspect if you had some sort of mind-altering cataract treatment, uh, it would be a really awesome experience. <laughs> Excellent. Ben? I've, I've got a few. Um, I reckon for Xbox, uh, Battletoads will be announced. Oh, bugger off. <laughs> um, and also Xbox will announce Oculus support, which has been rumoured for the last couple of weeks. And that not for the Xbox One, but for the Xbox platform, because that seems to be what the term that, seems to be that'll be the floating term. around. Yeah. Um, and then at the Ubisoft conference, I expect us to see a new Splinter Cell game. And I'm hoping... Or not, sorry, I'm hoping I'll see a new Splinter Cell game, but I'm expecting Aisha Taylor to uh, say Ladywood again at some point. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm expecting her to say it. I might tweet at her later saying, hey, you, you need to say this again so I can win a bet. She's good value. She's awesome as the host of the new version of um, Who's Line? <laughs> I haven't seen that. No, neither have I. Ah, oh, she, uh, they brought back Who's Line. I think they've done, I think they're doing a third, or they've just done the third season. Maybe second. Drew. Yeah, Drew but she's the host. Drew Carey used to host that. Drew Carey used yeah, to yeah. host the original one, didn't he? Oh, that's the improv show, isn't it? The one yeah, they, yeah. The one they stole from the British. That's right. Yeah, yeah stole yeah. it from the British. And then, yeah, so Drew Carey used to host it, and now she's hosting it. And still got uh, Brian Stiles and Colin Mockery and Wayne Brady on there, but she's the current host. Yeah, well, they're not good at anything else, so of course that's what they're going to do. Yeah, exactly. That is. A great was that the show. black guy and the two white guys that were on the improv with the um, then yeah. the guests? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I just, least, I just didn't know what their names were. At least <laughs> one of those guys were in the British original one too, weren't they? I think so. Yes, at least one of them were. I mean, um, what's his name? Uh, Jerry Seinfeld's just stole that that fat English gets um, bit with, with driving people around in a car. Yeah, the Obama one's great. That would be good. He's upgraded mm. to BlackBerry finally. Obama? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Obama one with Jerry Seinfeld was excellent. The other one is, I don't know whether you saw, um, oh, God, mental blank, uh, Jimmy, not Kimmel, Fallon. Jimmy Fallon and Obama slow jamming the news the other night. Well worth a look on YouTube. He's just going absolute crazy now that he's... Uh, on the way out. Yeah, he just doesn't care anymore. Yeah, he looks a very tired and old man, but, yeah, he's having some fun before he leaves. Oh, no, 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 yeah. trust me. If you want to see a tired old man, just have a look at Bill Clinton. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, imagine how tired he's going to be if Hillary gets elected another four, oh. four to eight years of four hours of sleep a night. Through revitalising the, the country, who's going to revitalise Bill? That's right. Or he's not up to the job. She can't even revitalise her own husband. How is she going to revitalise the country? Also, she should be indicted. What's going on? <laughs> oh, let's not go there. We're wrapping up this goddamn podcast. Wrong show. Wrong show. Bill <laughs> needs to find another moniker. That's right. <laughs> Too soon. All right, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it there. Okay. Um, uh, anything else you want to very quickly add before we wrap it up? Yeah, what's your prediction, David? Come oh, um, yeah, yeah, so for E3, I, I don't really have a, um, any skin in the game beyond I'm hoping Nintendo do come out with some actual concrete announcements and a roadmap because they're always usually so indistinct with this stuff. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, I've got another question. Oh. Um, Sony will have announced one game release and a whole bunch of trailers and nothing else because they've got one game. And if The Last Guardian doesn't come out on schedule, they are truly 
and royally for Jiggered. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, your last guardian. Oh, okay. yeah. no, no more Shenmue, thank you. No more crowdfunding for their studio, is yeah, it? Was such a they. Oh, good God! All right. Yeah. Still angry about that. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, going, yeah. going, gone. Uh, just in regards to the '80s nostalgia. Um, oh yeah. Vol- Voltron Legendary Defender came out on Netflix. Um, I binge watched the whole thing yesterday. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that tonight. Tell me, was uh, browsing it for browsing it on my mum's new TV. She's yeah. got a, she got one of the new Sony Android ones, so so I set up Netflix for her since it's a, since the actual controller has a Netflix button on the actual remote controller, oh, so nice. that it loads Netflix straight away. So yeah, yeah, yes, it's it's really good. Um, it lives up to expectations in regards that it it shows true love and care of the series and the. The, what, what what did come before. Um, Are you old enough to have seen the original series? Yeah, I am. Um, okay. Yeah, no, my, I had two old, much older brothers than myself who used to uh, record all this sort of stuff for me and I had, I've got very worn out VCR tapes floating around somewhere with episodes of Voltron and He-Man and She-Ra all on them. Um, but yeah, it, it was awesome. I loved it. Uh, it's animated by the same guys that did Legend of Korra and uh, Avatar uh, Last Airbender. Um, so yeah, if you liked either of those series, check it out. Um, if you like Voltron, check it out. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Reese Darby as Koran is hilarious. Um, you'll know it when you see it. Um, and the other 80s, 80s nostalgia bit was I've seen uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 earlier this evening. Yeah. I loved it. It's exactly ah. what I wanted the first one to be. Yes. Yes. Included. They took all the good stuff out of the first one and made the second movie just the first one that should have been. Tell me the truth, Ben. Yeah. Tell me the truth. Okay. Is the turtle van awesome? The turtle van is awesome. Yes. Yes, but the, the more awesome thing is Krang. Krang is very awesome. Um, and the Technodrome... Is awesome, and yeah. that that's pretty much all. I'll leave it. I'll let you go see it, man. It's it it it's what the first movie should have been. Um, it's lots of fun, and it looks like it hasn't had Michael Bay's hands all over it. Unlike Megan Fox. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> we're definitely calling it there. But thank you. <laughs> so that's definitely show. Um, as always, if you'd like to offer an opinion, suggestion, or some general abuse do email us at contact at oceanicgamer.com or visit our facebook page the oceanic gamer um and we can also we're also all on twitter as, unless i'm mistaken so my handles the oceanic gamer simon tweets under rpg beats rl and ben tweets under the spawny 13 and kasmus your under slash kas uh, i've forgotten now kasmus underscore there you, you go. always you always forget uh, it was, every yeah. time sorry um, and you'll find previous episodes of the show on iTunes. We're also on Stitcher and Google Play if you're in the US. I haven't heard that that's updated for Australia as yet. Um, so, yes, thanks very much for listening. And thanks to my co-hosts, Simon, Ben and David. Thank you all, as always. Oh, thank you. And, and let's all start a change.org petition 
for a remaster and re-release of Battle of the Planets because we all need a little Seven Zark Seven in our lives. Yeah. Oh, that'd be ba- great. That or G- is G Force's Battle of the Planets, isn't it? Yep. I love yeah. that show so much. Oh, I, I have yeah. very vague memories of it. I, oh, yeah. Oh, I, See, I, I never watched yeah. Voltron growing up because it wasn't on the channel I had access to, but G-Force or Battle of the Planets, different, yeah. Watched many hundreds of those. I don't, how many did they make? Probably uh, not hundreds. I, I just remember it was lots more violent. Yeah, it's it's all a bit hazy, but it, and it's a lot less confusing than Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, oh. a lot of them are on YouTube. I know you can watch many episodes on YouTube of Battle of the Planets. Well, Evangelion started off good, but the series just went warped. I, oh. I watched that as well, but I liked it. And, yeah, but it just got darker and weirder towards oh. the end of the series. <laughs> still awesome. Oh, it's still awesome, but, yeah, it's just yeah. like someone started taking some fucking hardcore drugs towards the end of that <laughs> right. You well, know, well if you think that was hardcore drugs, go watch the remake movies that they've done, and the third movie is just... I, I don't know what the hell they were doing with that. That's just insane. Oh, well, can't be any worse than Legend of the Overfiend. Oh, clear. oh yeah. Yeah. All right. We're done. So have a great... Re- wait, Greek. Have a great week. A Greek week? A weighty Greek. Ah. Um, You Uh, don't... I'm not going... I've got many Greek friends. You don't stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, Internet. Ciao. The ability to speak does not make one intelligent.